Hey guys, welcome to the Wildest Fantasy Podcast. It's not what you think, but it's so much better. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Wildest Fantasy Podcast. I am your host, commissioner, and reigning champion, Kyle, coming at you again after another exciting, thrilling week of fantasy football. We had some great games out there, guys, a lot of close matchups, and the NFL product was also pretty good this week. So uh, without any further ado, let's get right into the podcast. Okay, guys, it is time to get into our winners and losers of the week. So this week's big winners are Todd, who is now 5-1, and one, Robert, who is now 3-3, three and three, Greg, who is now 5-1, and one, Denise, who is now 4-2, and two, and myself, who is floating at a lovely 3-3. Three and three. Good job out there, guys, and everyone else, you suck! All right, guys, it is time for our weekly bookkeeping here in the Wildest Fantasy League. Um, a very low week for scoring. The average score for a team this week was only 110 points. That is the lowest score on record, the lowest average score on record. And our high this week was Todd's team with 163 points. And our low this week was Mike with 72 points. And just, just to talk about Mike here for a second, he is not paying attention whatsoever. He is actually has a decent record, and he's letting it completely torpedo. He started Russell Wilson, who was on his bye week, and he had Derrick Henry on his bench, who scored 40 points, pretty much. Uh, he's been, I believe he's been the, that is the highest score of any player thus far, uh, this year. And he was, you know, rocking it out on Mike's bench there. So yeah, way to go, Mike. Maybe, uh, maybe pay some attention and you can actually get somewhere. Hey guys, let me just take a minute to talk to you about one of my new favorite products out there. It is the subscription box from TP International. That's right, this monthly subscription box ships straight to your door, chock full of exotic toilet papers from around the world. Class up your bathroom today with their unique textures, scents, and tastes. Check out what they have to offer at www.whyisitspicy.com. TP International, the number one subscription box for number two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to get into our weekly award ceremony. Getting things started off with the Steamroller Award, which goes out to the team that beat their opponent by the most points. And this week, that was Greg's team, who took down Mike by a margin of 76 points. Biggest win of the week, and Greg just keeps on rolling. Coming up next, we have the Moral Victory Award goes out to Josh for being this week's highest scorer that's still lost with 107 points. Like I said, it was a down week for fantasy football this week. Um, but Josh, that's a moral victory for you. But you know what? It probably really doesn't feel all that good because you're still 0-6 and in last place in the league. So get wrecked. All right. And now we have our Projectile Dysfunction Award. And this goes out to Billy Bob's team this week for being the team that missed his projection by the widest mark. Uh, before the week started, he was projected for 137 points, and he finished 42 points below that at only 95 points. He was projected to win by 17, and he ended up losing the matchup to yours truly. So I'm sorry about your projectile dysfunction, Billy. And the Asleep at the Wheel Award goes out to Mike for having the best player in fantasy football this week on his bench. Enough said. And I've got to go after him just one more time. This week's Benchwarmer Award goes out to 
Mike once again because he had Derrick Henry on his bench who scored 40 points. It was not all that difficult for his bench to widely outscore his starting roster, 85-72. to 72. Bench warmers. Okay, guys, it is time for our weekly power rankings. And getting things started off at number five, I have Antonio Clowns myself. I am number four in points scored. Uh, I did win this week, but it was still pretty underwhelming by my team. Uh, put up kind of a dud, 108 points, which is not great. Um, really couldn't put myself any higher on this list than number five because we have some heavy hitters out there this week. And the top five is really starting to uh, take shape. And I would definitely say I am the first team in that third tier of fantasy teams. Yay! All right, and coming in at number four, we have a first-timer on the list. It is for the girlies at her 4-2 and two record. She is the number three seed in the league. She is number six in points scored, but she is riding a three-win hot streak, and she cannot be denied. It is the longest winning streak in the league right now, and she is coming in at number four. Yay! And coming in at number three, we have Billy Bob's team down from number one last week. He took a pretty ugly loss. He only scored 95 points. He is number three in points scored, and he's still the number four team in the standings. Just hanging on to the edge of that last playoff spot, and he needs to come through with a few more big wins in the future here to move back up the list, as well as the standings to secure himself some playoff position. Yay! Coming in at number two, we have Todd's team, who has just been steady as a rock all season. He is the number two seed in the standings as well. He is number two in points four. He is up from number three last week in the power rankings, and he is riding a two-win streak, and he has just been consistent as possible. He is five and one on the season, and he is really lining himself up for a late-season push. Yay! And coming in at number one, we have... Greg's team sitting at a 5 and 1 record. He is the number 1 seed in the standings, number 1 in points scored, and you just got to give respect to this man. He is up from number 2 last week. He's on a 2-win streak, and it can no longer be denied that he is a force to be reckoned with in the present, in the past, and will be in the future. Greg's team coming in at number 1. Yay! All right, guys, it is time for an all-new segment on the Wireless Fantasy Podcast. Shout out to Lyndon for recommending this idea, and I really like it. It is the crucial matchup of the week. This week's crucial matchup is Greg's team, the number one seed taken up for the girlies, the number three seed. And Greg starts off as a heavy favorite here, and Denise is just barely hanging on to playoff position. She is number three, but she has got Four teams breathing down her neck, just one game behind her, waiting for her to just slip up even in the slightest so they can sneak in and snatch that playoff position. So this is one that could have huge implications moving forward. All right, guys, it is time for our Thursday night breakdown and just a friendly reminder to move those Thursday night players out of your flex position so you have flexibility later in the week. We have a gross NFC East matchup between the Giants and the Eagles. You guys have probably heard about this division. It is the division that the Cowboys are winning at 2-4. and four. They are in sole possession of first place of that division. So this entire place is just an absolute garbage dumpster fire. All right, so let's get things started off with the Eagles offense here. Um, I would say Carson Wentz is always a viable option to start in fantasy football. He offers you some passing touchdown upside, but he also offers you a good baseline with his rushing attack. 
Um, and as far as their wide receivers for the Eagles, we have Travis Fulgham, who is number 13. He's really come along. He's been kind of bounced from practice squad to practice squad through the league here, but he's really come along as a viable weapon in this Eagles offense. Um, I believe Deshaun Jackson should be playing in this game. It is his first game off of IR. So I would still kind of like try to avoid him and see what his actual role is going to be since he's come back, especially with the emergence of Travis Fulgham. You just never know how that's going to happen. For running backs on the Eagles, their starter, Miles Sanders, is hurt and expected to miss this game. So the backup role goes to Boston Scott, who could be started this week in a pinch, but I really don't trust him all that much. I would also say that the Eagles' defense is probably a decent play this week. The Giants' offense, as we will get to here shortly, is an absolute dumpster fire. And I think they could have – they have a very good defensive line, and I could, would expect um, several sacks and possibly a fumble or two from the very reckless Daniel Jones on the other side. Speaking of which, I think Daniel Jones should be avoided, if possible, to start as a quarterback in fantasy football. He has just been a turnover machine, inconsistent, and he really hasn't gotten the job done all year. As far as wide receivers, that might be part of his problem because he has no one reliable, and you know you can't rely on them for your fantasy football team either. They have Devontae Freeman at running back, and he would be he's a viable start, I suppose, if you are kind of in a pinch. Um, I would try to avoid it, but it is not the worst option that you could have, especially with all the teams we have on by this week. So that is the Thursday night breakdown for you guys. I hope you enjoy the game. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this latest episode of the Wireless Fantasy Podcast. I hope you all have a great week out there in fantasy football. I wish you all the best of luck, except for Todd, who is my opponent this week. And Todd, to you, all I have to say is, may the best man win.